What up, what up, what up? What's going on, Yo. America? I am Graham Allen. You know that because this is the Graham Allen Dear America podcast. If you haven't figured out who you're listening to, I don't know what to say <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, if you have perhaps somehow stumbled upon this podcast, uh, Lord be with you because it's been quite a roller coaster the past several weeks. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we are literally being invaded um, as we speak. Uh, Biden's presidency is in shambles. I think he's at 42% approval rating. Um that's actually surprising. We literally may be about to go to war with France. Like, it's, it's crazy <laughs> stuff, man. It's crazy stuff that's going on. Um, we're going to talk about COVID. Uh, literally breaking today, this morning. Jake, do you know this? What uh, is broken this morning? Uh, I was watching the news this morning. Uh, that uh, Pfizer oh, yeah, yeah. has determined that children 5 to 11 should be getting the shot, and it's safe, and it offers a robust uh, immune res- or antibody response, and so they are applying for an immediate FDA approval. Well, so many kids are dying from this disease, right? Yeah, and we're going to get into all that crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> good, good times. <laughs> like, God. like you know, it's so weird because this podcast, when we first decided to do it, we said, you know, we're going to create a podcast where we're going to talk about what's going on in the news. And it's going to be uplifting and, you know, fun and all this stuff. Yeah. But the world is literally on fire. <laughs> and so what can you do? What right. can you do uh, when when literally everything to talk about, like, uh, and we've even got clips today from this morning on Meet the Press, for God's sakes, just talking about how the Biden administration is in shambles, yeah. like complete and total shambles. Um, <clears throat> this is a reminder. Today is September 20th, okay, uh, 20 days after the Afghanistan withdrawal deadline, yeah. and there are still Americans trapped in Afghanistan. I feel like uh, we don't talk about all of that. Uh, COVID is a huge, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it all? It's a false flag. Distractor. Distractor uh, to get people's minds off of um, the fact that we have Americans still yeah. trapped in Afghanistan. It's like this story about the uh, van and the couple that, you know, went missing. The girl was found missing. It's like, that's really sad, but big distraction. That's weird. Like, like, like I haven't done like a whole deep dive into that. Uh, but that whole thing's weird. It's weird. Um, the, it's always the timing though. It's like, what a d- good distraction. This popular YouTube. Yeah. We, we need a John Benet Ramsey to pop up for, yeah. for people to get distracted on kind of as things. terrible as it is. Did you remember that? Oh, were, yeah. were you? I was young. Were you even old enough was, to like like recognize what was going on? I was like it? her age. I was John Benet's uh, age. Like I was, I was a kid, but man, I remember watching that. And be like, holy crap, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, I, dude, I remember OJ. Yeah. I remember the OJ Simpson. That's how old I am. I I remember it. I was I was a legit kid during that. But even I remember thinking, oh, <laughs> um, there are. Uh, speaking of that weird thing, r- really quick, and, and and you know we're going to talk about some fun things really fast before we get into the other and complete shame <laughs> that is America right now. Um, I we started watching this Hulu series called Only Murders in the Building. Hmm. It's a new series. It's got Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez in it. Right? What a cast! Now, now, now. Okay, so so hold on. So uh it's it's like this it's like this comedy suspense mm-hmm. thing. And if you go into it with what it is, it actually it is it is I didn't know this existed, which I know that everybody's gonna freak out because we podcast. I didn't know what true crime podcasts were. Yeah, I never ever listened to that at all. I thought it was like where they talked about crime statistics and things, which I could care less about. Yeah, but no, like apparently there's this whole genre of like, oh yes, yeah, and there's one here in South Carolina right now. Oh really? That's number one in the world. It's called the Murdaugh Mur- Murders or something like that. Huh. And um, <clears throat> that is what this sh- series 
is based on. It's based on these three people where there's a murder in the building and then they go to investigate it. But while they're investigating it, they're like doing a podcast about it at the same time. Hmm. So it actually really is like this suspenseful, like it's gory, like people are dying and everything it is. Mm -hmm. But it's also really funny because they're trying to interview these people that are crying and they got the boom mic like right over their head, like trying to go. So anyway, I found out that there's this whole genre of podcasts where it's like these investigative journalists mm -hmm. that literally like go undercover to interview and investigate these people that yeah. are persons of interest. And anyway, so I, I believe it's called the Murdoch Murders. Hang on. And, and so <laughs> subtle plug for people that I have no clue who they are. Um, you should check that out. I listened to the first episode and you sit there and you go, whoa, yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, they have Dr. Death, you know, all those podcasts. Yeah. Number shows. one, number one in the world, Murdoch, Murdoch Murders podcast. And that literally happened here in South Carolina. Hmm. Um, and so anyway, uh, Say what you will. Uh, I found out that I was missing out on a lot of the world, I guess. And so it's probably now, the biggest genre there is in podcasts. Yeah, honestly. yeah. <laughs> and so and so now I'm addicted to uh, listening to how horrible things happen to people, how evil people are, and how horrible people are. And it just makes me sit here and go, humanity is doomed yeah. <laughs> across the well, board. I saw a meme the other day, and it was like a huge stack of papers. And it was like the amount of murderers that I know. It's like the amount of math that I know. Oh, my gosh, dude, it's so crazy. <laughs> we know so much about killers. Okay, all right. Let's get into our first sponsor, and then we got to talk about like actual things that are going on right now. <laughs> all right. I don't have the ad because I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Hold I on. I know I got it. I just grabbed the wrong paper. My bad, my bad, my bad. And now my phone is shorting out because the iPhone 13 is coming out. So it's about that time. Well, they're seeing images right here. For the phone sponsor. to crap out. All right. Whether you are on the range or during everyday carry, one aggravation for gun owners is having the right mag carriers on hand, depending on what firearm you're using that day. Well, what if I told you that a company fixed that problem so you can easily carry everything from 9mm to 45 ACP? Ooh. It's true. Introducing the universal mag carrier from Pit Bull tactical come on mr 305 anyway <laughs> uh their proprietary design works with either single or double stack magazines it's ambidextrous which means either side That's left right. or right see i know things fits inside or outside the waistband and on any one and half inch oh and on any one and a half inch belt yeah. but it gets easier and it gets better Pitbull's Universal Mag Carrier is made in the USA and comes with a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to PitbullTactical.com and use the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M for a special introductory, introductory offer. Buy one, get the second for half the price, plus free shipping. This is the last mag carrier you will ever need, which is why they're guaranteed for life. That's PitbullTactical.com. PitbullTactical.com. Offer code GRAHAM. All right, first story I want to get into. We want to just end this AOC tax the rich uh, dress debate one more time and the irony that it is. So first of all, AOC has a lot of things going on in the background. Um, you know, somehow she was a part of a Netflix documentary. And if you don't think that she made money off of that, probably mm. before she got into Congress, I think you're a moron. Um, it makes you ask a lot of questions. Like, how did Netflix find AOC? How did Netflix know that AOC was running before she was even a congresswoman? All these questions make you, make you, you know, just wonder these things. Now, there's a couple other people in the documentary. I don't recall any of the other people. Right. Um, I don't know if they won. But... She also now there is there is footage coming out all over Twitter that is 
quickly like disappearing, but I, I watched it yesterday. It was like a minute and a half. Her little ginger boyfriend was there who they claim that they're together, but I don't believe it for one second. Uh, I, I don't, I don't. I think it's like this, this design thing to make her look like whatever before she drinks the blood of children. Anyway, the point I'm kidding. That's, that's probably not true anyway. Um, but it's this whole like highly produced, mm-hmm. Like behind the scenes footage, documentary style filming. It's a lot of money to make those too. Of her putting the dress on, she's going into a room with like thirty unmasked people. Her little ginger boyfriend is mm. in the back. That she's got like five women like doing her makeup at one time. She's going out the door, and people are like holding the dress like as she's what This is a this is a member of Congress. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's not J Lo. All right. Even though she might as well be at this point, if you go off popularity, if you go off on a national or even a worldwide stage, I would say at this point. Yeah. So she's the most popular politician right now, in my opinion. Oh, hands down. Besides Trump. And 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 so I had this debate. I was on my 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 friend Drinking Bros podcast the other day. We had this discussion why I think AOC is the most dangerous politician uh, for Republicans on the Democrat side. Um, you know, she was voted the most incompetent member of Congress or the least effective member of Congress. And they judge that based off of like bills you've gotten passed, what you've actually done for your community, which in her case is nothing. She was the least effective member of Congress, but yet she is the biggest threat because she affects elections. On a national stage, okay? Mm-hmm. Nationally, like, people listen to her across the, the the continental United States, and she affects elections. So, anyway, back to the tax the rich dress. So, reports have now come out that uh, the designer of her tax the rich dress, which I can't remember the designer's name. I'm sure it's in the article. Click the article. Let's open it up. Aurora James. Aurora James. That's right. Aurora James. Okay. Turns out that the tax the rich dress that AOC wore by designer Aurora James, Aurora James actually is a tax like uh, avoider. avoider. <laughs> she doesn't pay taxes. So it turns out that she has uh, records right there. She has records that show six IRS tax liens totaling $103,220 on a parent company of her fashion brand, three open tax warrants in New York State for failing to withhold uh, $14,798 in income taxes for employees, paychecks, plus 12 other cents resolved New York's tax warrants, tax warrants. and a $17,000 fine for failing to carry workers' compensation insurance. So what does all of that mean for people that don't know a lot about taxes? Okay, if you have a tax lien, that means that you have either A, not filed your taxes, or B, you filed your taxes and you didn't pay them, or you're not on a payment plan for them. You are not actively working to pay (laughs) your taxes. Now, as an entrepreneur, I got no problems with people that go on payment plans for their taxes. For sure. I really don't. I don't have any problems with that. It's completely legal. That's the way the tax system works, et cetera, et cetera. You entrepreneurial hustlers do you. But this chick is actively not paying. Uh, she's got warrants out for her arrest. And what what it's talking about with workers' compensations, she's running freaking sweatshops right. to do her clothes. This is who AOC is working with for her uh, virtue signaling of we need to tax the rich mm-hmm. while we all know that she's a millionaire and the person she's working with with this with this with this iconic dress or whatever yeah. uh is is a tax avoider which, which by the way if you look up who she's with her boyfriend i don't think they're married her boyfriend's worth 100 million dollars the well, girl who made the dress well there you go i'm just saying all right i mean that's all i got on this story i just wanted you to know in case you didn't uh already know um the whole thing, everything you see, everything you hear is smoke and mirrors. Yep. Um, today, 
like we said, uh, the Pfizer hit hit the article today. Uh, Pfizer says that COVID or their COVID vaccine is safe and effective for ages ki- uh, ki- uh, kids. Kids effective five, for yeah. kids ages five through. 11. Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine has been found to be safe and effective in children ages 5 to 11. Drug maker said Monday, the vaccine created by Pfizer and German partner BioNTech generated a robust immune response in young children during clinical trials, according to the company. Pfizer now plans to use the data from the clinical trial to seek authorization from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and other health regulators for the 5 to 11 age group as soon as possible mark my words by halloween they're going to want to jab your kids five to eleven i give it to halloween that's the only way you should be able to trick or treat all right put, pull up that pull up that fox news photo i sent you jake all right. oh by the way if you're not watching this on rumble.com slash graham allen you're missing out because this is where all this is being shown and this is where everything is at all right yep that one right there vaccines and masks man oh no that's wrong i'm an idiot (laughs) not that one okay i didn't send it to you all right right. 302 kids have been shot in chicago uh 217 kids have died from covid19 yeah just to put it in perspective that's just in chicago by the way uh just to put it in perspective so why is there such a push for all this stuff. Why is there such a push to vaccine our children? Why is there such a push to do all this stuff? Now, I sent this to our work group yesterday or two days ago before, right before this came out, which is go back to the article. I want to see if they say how many people they actually like tested it on. Go all the way down. Go all the way down. It's normally at the bottom of articles. Uh, Oh, did that say it right there? I think so. Uh, Pfizer said uh, 2,268 children participating in the trial. Okay. So Pfizer is using a trial to say that you should vaccinate your children because they they did it on a trial with 2,268 children. Uh, A robust immune response. Uh, mm-hmm. Most children's immune immunity and the immune system is pretty robust anyway. Okay, now go to the Washington Post article I sent you guys two days ago. Now, here's the thing, all right? I want you to listen to what I just said. 2,268 children, now they're going for a FDA approval so they can mandate it for your children 5 and 11. This is from the Washington Post, all right? Washington Post, okay? Definitely not a right-leaning news outlet, Right? Probably, I wouldn't say so. Okay, Uh, this is the case for natural immunity that nobody's talking about. I could not, this is why I screenshot it. I screenshot it because I knew that they were eventually going to take this down or start blocking it. This is the Washington Post. Listen to these numbers. More than 15 studies, they're using Israel as a case study Mm -hmm. for this. Israel is the most vaccinated country in the world, and they're having... Some of the worst problems, okay? More than 15 studies have demonstrated the power of immunity acquired by previously having the virus. A 700,000-person study from Israel. 700,000. But we're going to use the 2200 study. Mm Mm-hmm. To force vaccination our kids. Okay, a 700,000-person study from Israel two weeks ago found that those who had experienced prior infections were 27 times less likely to get a second symptomatic COVID infection than those who were vaccinated. My oh my Lord. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, let me, let me just read it with, without so much emotion one more time. Pfizer is using a study of 2,200 kids worldwide to go to the FDA and get another authorization that will put billions of dollars in their pocket to force vaccinations from 5 to 11-year-olds. As soon as possible. ASAP. I give it Halloween. Like, within within 45 days, this will be... uh, like a mandatory thing for your kids to go to school. That's what they're doing, right? And they're doing that off a 2,200-person test. Oh, well, Graham, you know, that's actually a pretty big, pretty big, uh, you know, sample size test. 
I don't disagree with you. Most most polls are done between 500 to 1,000 people. That's the truth. I think it's stupid. Uh, majority of Americans say they love President Biden. They, yeah. you know, they asked 527 people. Okay, I think it's stupid, but either way. Yet 15 different studies with 700,000 people from Israel, the most vaccinated country in the world, say <laughs> that natural immunity gives you a 27-time less likely to get a second symptomatic COVID infection than those who are vaccinated. This now, line right here is really good, too. The study authors concluded that individuals who have had SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19 infection, are unlikely to benefit from COVID-19 vaccination. My God. Now, what the left will do, and what the mainstream media will say is, uh, you know, people who are unvaccinated are seven times more likely to die from COVID-19. Okay. <laughs> so if you say so, I guess. Even Bill Maher the other day said that, um, you know, misinformation is a huge, huge deal because uh, they said, uh, what was it? 46% of Democrats think that the odds of hospitalization rate oh, yeah. are 50 to 55%. Uh, 27% think that it's 25 to 40% risk of hospitalization rate if you're unvaccinated. The truth is it's 1% to 5%. There's a 1% to 5% risk of hospitalization if you're unvaccinated. The power of fear. And it, 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 that Bill Maher, Bill yeah. Maher is literally on Jimmy Kimmel and, and he literally insults Jimmy Kimmel to his face. He's like, I know that you worry about all this stuff and you're all paranoid about it, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, but these are, this is the truth. Like, this is the truth. These are the numbers. So here's my thing. Why are we listening to the 2200 case study that was done over two weeks mm -hmm. and not the 15 studies? done to 700,000 people. Why are we ignoring natural immunity? That is the question that I am asking. Am I saying COVID-19 is not real? No. I'm the only one in the office here who has gotten it. And it sucked. Okay? I literally just got off the phone with another, uh, uh, I guess you could call them important individual. I won't say their name, but they just got over covid they were running a hundred and five degree fever. They were they were they they really got scared, and then they took ivermectin, and then the next day their fever broke. But you know, go figure. Um, That's dangerous talk right there. Why are we Why are we ignoring natural immunity? Where are the U.S. studies to show the percentage of people that are being hospitalized with COVID, which we know is one to five percent, mm -hmm. but through fear. The majority of the, this is why this, this is why if you're a Democrat listening to the show, this is why you're afraid. You're afraid because the media makes you believe not through any numbers or science, but through just fear that, you know, like 50 to 55 percent of people that get COVID are going to the hospital. Every and all, other person. And all, and yeah, literally every other person you meet, one out of two people <laughs> or five out of 10 are going to be on ventilators in a hospital. That's what they that's what they want you to believe. My in-laws just got over COVID. They're 60 plus mm -hmm. sick as a dog for two weeks. I'm not going to lie. It was rough on them. Well, it's also like saying, you know, the hospitals are you know, overflowing. It's like, well, they're, they're overflowing because you're firing nurses and, and things like that. Yeah, Not yeah. because there's so many people. Yeah. But, but, but see, but that's the false narrative right there. Hospitals are overflowing. And yeah. are there, are there some areas where there may be? Yeah. They, they, they showed a map the other day of a wave. Okay. A wave that it started in Texas because Texas was re getting really hit really bad. Then it went through Mississippi. All those numbers are starting to drop. Then it now it's making its way in Kentucky. You see a lot of like spice in Kentucky. Another month and a half, it's going to be up in New York and stuff like that again. Mm. Almost like the seasonal flu does. But I digress. How dare you? Um, why are we ignoring natural immunity? Why are we ignoring actual scientific data that shows that people with natural immunity have twenty seven times uh, or twenty seven. 27 times less likely to get reinfected with COVID. 
Now, why do I say that? Do, am I anti-vaccine? No. If you want to go get the vaccine, go get the vaccine. I, I know a lot of people that have had the vaccine. And you might be all right. And you, and you may, may, maybe you will. Maybe 30 years from now, you'll grow another arm. I don't know. Okay. But what I do know is to ignore natural immunity is blatant, blatant lies to put forth before the American people. Okay. If natural immunity actually has a 27 times less likely to get the, the reinfected from COVID-19, how many people have already had COVID in America? What is the what what is the percentage of natural immunity that we have in this country already? These are the questions I ask. And 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 I ask it for a lot of reasons, but first we got to get into another sponsor. All right, I've said it once, I'll say it a million times. This past weekend we grilled out uh, at my house, it was just us and the kids, and we used Good Ranchers. I was going to say, if you were cooking Good Ranchers and didn't invite me, that would be... Hey, but, but it, well, it wasn't with a bunch of people. It was just us. <laughs> and so and so that's why, that's why I did not invite a bunch of people. But again, guys, I can't thank you enough. The response of you guys going and purchasing Good Ranchers has been amazing. I can't say enough about these people that work there at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Uh, they, they saved this show. Many of you don't realize how close this show was to having to quit because since we're running for office, Facebook shut us down. All our monetization ways, a lot of our advertisers, because I was actually running for office, they were too afraid. Uh, and Good Ranchers stepped up and they said, no, we believe in what you guys are doing and we believe in what they're doing. And so I'm asking you to go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now and go support them because the odds are that you don't know that 80% of the meat that you're getting in the grocery stores is China meat. China. China meat. You're eating a Chinaman's meat. It's disgusting. You're eating China meat. Okay. Um, and Good Ranchers does 100% American meat. 100% of, of, uh, USA ranchers using, uh, USA, cows, uh, chickens, all the above. Uh, if you support American ranchers, if you support American, 100% made in American, you need to go to Good Ranchers right now. GoodRanchers.com slash Graham delivers American craft beef and better than organic chicken. They have T-bones, fillets, strips, gourmet burgers, and more. And at half the price of online competitors, you get the steakhouse quality you deserve at a price every family can afford. Go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to buy now or subscribe today and save another 20% off the 50% off anyway on each box of mouth-watering meats. Subscribing brings the cost down to less than $5 a meal. <clears throat> Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off and free express shipping if you go to GoodRangers.com slash Graham or use code Graham at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping at GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Know where your meat comes from. Support companies that support America and support the company that has saved this show. GoodRangers.com slash Graham right now. All right, back into it here. Okay, so remember when I said, uh, go to the uh, the air travel article. Okay. Uh, remember when I said when the FDA had approved uh, the the vaccine, I gave I gave I gave it six months mm -hmm. <laughs> before they start making it mandatory for air travel and buses and trains and stuff. Right now, as we speak, the White House is discussing. This And this isn't me just saying this. This is The Hill. TheHill.com is reporting on this. The White House is debating vaccines for air travel. Let's read it. Let's read the article together here. The Biden administration is facing an internal debate over whether to impose vaccine mandates for air travel, with President Biden's chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci, saying he would support a mandate, but the White House claiming a new policy isn't forthcoming yet. That, have you noticed that every time they say, oh, we're not going to do that? They do it like three yeah. weeks, three weeks later. Because well, they had to. Look, here's what's going to happen. Okay. This is what you have to read when you say that White House claiming a new policy isn't forthcoming. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to go to Delta, United, American Airlines, Spirit, uh, or yeah, Spirit. Uh, what's the other one? Southwest, yeah. all Alaskan Airlines. They're going to go to all these airline people and they're going to say, 
hey, we can't go do this. But just like they're doing with the Department of Labor right now, they're going to say, you know, why don't, uh, because literally right now, uh, Jen Psaki is quoted saying the idea isn't off the table. This is what they're going to do. They're going to go to these companies and they're going to offer some kind of tax breaks or, feder- or federal incentives, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, to mandate the vaccine on the planes. Okay. Um, why? Why? You have to ask yourself this question over and over and over and over and over again. Why? Why would they want to do that? Why would they want to do why would they want to do this? Because there because there's going to be I had a I had a discussion with with some friends over the weekend. Do I believe that enough Americans are going to stand up against the anti-vaccine or 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 uh, the anti the unconstitutional vaccine mandates to make a difference? If you want me to be honest with you guys here, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think the majority of Americans have enough backbone to do it. And I've read your emails. I have. And, and, and they're heartfelt. And you guys are in tough predicaments. I understand this. I've had so many military people write me. They've had, they got 17 years in. Yeah. Um, I've had people literally send me 27 internal uh, Army, Navy, Marine Corps memorandums Um uh, talking about the vaccine mandates and what will happen to him to happen to them. I've had other people talking about, you know, what are we supposed to do? Um, we're a hundred grand a year family. Uh, we got three kids. We'll lose our jobs. What are we supposed to do? I get it. You know, I do. I, I get it. It's like that, like that scene from V for Vendetta. I'm telling you, the more we go, the more and more that scene is like prophetic where, where V like takes over the national broadcasting things. And he says, I know why you did it. I know why you allowed them to take away your freedoms. You did it out of fear and out of, uh, fear of repercussions and fear of being uncomfortable. I know why you did it. I, I don't think there's enough people that are going to do what needs to be done to stop these things. Okay. Are there a lot of people who don't really like flying anyway, like myself, that could give a crap what the airlines do? I could care less. It doesn't affect me at all. But what if like a family member overnight somewhere across the country, you know, has 24 hours left to live and you have to fly, you know? I, again, I, I'm not saying that there, 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 there are there are always going to be difficult circumstances and situations. The way it is with COVID nineteen right now, you can't get in the hospital to see them anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be cold hearted. I'm I'm trying to tell the truth. What I I got I got a, I got friends, and I'm not going to say who the band is. Um, you know, we were going to go hang out with them this weekend and say hi and, you know, take the kids to their first, you know, live concert show and everything. And, uh, you know, I, I asked what the COVID protocols are for the event, not the, not the band. The band isn't doing this. It's the venues that are doing this. And the venue is like, you know, you don't have to prove, you know, negative test or vaccination status. Uh, general audience doesn't have to wear masks, but if you want to go backstage, you have to be masked to go backstage to hang out and stuff, mm. which is where we would be. Right. And I sit here with the dilemma of, you know, how much do I really stand by what I really say that I am anti the mask mandates. And then I sit here and these people are my friends and, you know, and I've got to think about this and I've got to call them or text them and be like, Hey, you know, I really want to see you guys, but I don't know if personally and 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 my compass of where I stand, I don't know if I can put the mask on just to go say hi to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that to me seems like they just they just destroyed Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's on a flight from DC going back to her district and she's wearing a mask on the plane. Mm-hmm. And these people took a picture of her and said, "Oh, Miss anti-mask put the mask on when it's con- when it when it threatens her convenience. Literally, what I have been saying to everybody. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm going to read it verbatim uh, because Ilhan Omar retweeted it. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm going to read it verbatim. What it says right here. 
Okay, so some guy named Thomas McIntyre took the picture of her. And it says, champion for the people against the elites is in first class on a government purchase ticket tax dollars, which A, how does he know that? (laughs) You know, A. Also, even if it was a government purchase ticket, if you fly enough, which most members of Congress do, you get upgraded a lot. But, but, But either way, all right. This is the biggest part. Uh, on liberal Delta Airlines, uh, Re- Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is on liberal Delta Airlines wearing Nike, who gave Colin Kaepernick a sponsorship complying with mask mandates. And then Ilhan Omar retweeted it saying, I love how she walks around railing against mask mandates, but time and time again complies when no one is paying attention. Typical hypocrite cult leader. Coming from Ilhan. Okay, but but my point is, America, I, I hate to say this, in the times that we're in right now, Ilhan Omar it won that. Because she's right. And this is what I've been saying for forever. Every time, and Jake, I know you just got off of a flight not too long ago, but every time you get on that plane... Every time you put on that mask, every time you do it, you are bending the knee to these tyrannical people and you're bending it for convenience. And it doesn't end until enough of us are willing to say, no, we're not going to do it. Marjorie Taylor Greene is considered by the left the most radical member of Republican or yeah. GOP Congress, yeah. right? But there they go. They got her wearing a mask, which is th- the irony of it is that's what they want us to do. <laughs> right. But the people that are speaking out against it when they catch you bending the knee because it's more convenient to fly from D.C. back to Georgia mm-hmm. than it is to drive from D.C. back to Georgia. That's what I've been saying the whole time. That's what they're going to do. And then from a campaign standpoint, even if I decided to go see my friends, one person sees me in the back with a mask on and takes my picture, everything I stand for is shot. Everything. Everything I stand for is shot. So unfortunately, I got to make a phone call later on this afternoon. I don't think I can go. Because I believe in it that strongly. Oh, Graham, don't you think you're being a little bit ridiculous? The small things baby steps, lead to the big things. Mm-hmm. If you don't do the small things, you're never going to do the big things. Okay? If you can't handle personal inconveniences, you're never going to be able to take on the mob. It's just like, a, it's just like exercise. It's just like, okay, you want to look like The Rock, but you sleep till the last possible second before your alarm gets up. You drag yourself to work. You never work out. You don't deprive yourself of, you know, what you want to eat all the time. Then you're never going to look like The Rock. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's the little things. One of the greatest uh, uh, graduation speeches of all time was from a Navy SEAL. And, it, you know, it was titled Make Your Bed mm-hmm. or something like that. It's one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. I I I I, am, I challenge you to go YouTube it. Uh, Navy SEAL, make your bed. I'm sure it'll pop up. And the whole basis of it is, you know, someone asked him what the what what the one of the main pillars of success is, and he said, make your bed. Everybody like looked at him like super puzzled and everything, and he's like, yeah, you know, every single morning, you should make your bed. You should get out of the bed, make the bed. He said, because if you can't do that, like if you can't, if you can't literally just fold the cover back over on the bed and put two pillows back on it, how in the world are you going to do anything worth anything Mm -hmm. in your life? How are you going to battle cancer? How are you going to, uh, uh, with the loss of a loved one, deal with the loss of a loved one? How are you going to create a business? How are you going to mentally and physically achieve things that are hard. And that's how I feel about it. I, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene, in my opinion, just got owned by Ilhan Omar because 
that is exactly what I've been saying. And a lot of Congress, a lot of people in Congress disagree with me on it. They're like, well, you know, I mean, there is normal life. We have to participate in normal life. Uh, you got a car. Slippery slope. You got a car. Why don't you actually do your job and fight the mass mandates hard enough to where we don't have to do it anymore? Right. Don't go to the restaurants. May, maybe you should stay in D.C. and continue to fight until the mass mandates are gone. Maybe maybe that's what you should be doing instead of going back home. Maybe you're a congressman or a senator or a congresswoman. Or, maybe that's what you should be doing. All I'm saying is, again, this goes hand in hand with what I've been talking about from the very beginning. If you do not fight this, it's going to continue. All right, let's go to Chris Rock. All right. right. Speaking of COVID-19 and the vaccines, all of this goes along with the hypocrisy of it all. All right. Chris Rock is the latest celebrity that says that he is COVID positive. And he says, trust me, you don't want this. Uh, let's read what he says here. Uh, let's see. Chris Rock on Sunday said that he has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and sent a message to anyone still on the fence. Get vaccinated. <laughs> the 56-year-old comedian wrote on Twitter, hey, guys, I just found out I have COVID. Trust me, you don't want this. Get vaccinated. Now, before I read this next part, I am not making fun of the fact that Chris Rock is, has COVID and he obviously is having bad symptoms from COVID. I don't wish COVID on anybody. It sucked for me. All right. I, I've said that from the very beginning. But here is the part that I want to bring attention to. Rock, and this is in the article. It's the Washington Times. Rock has previously said he was vaccinated. Appearing on The Tonight Show in May, he called himself Two Shots Rock before clarifying that he received the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine. You know I skipped the line. I didn't care. I used my celebrity, Jimmy, he told Jimmy Fallon. I was like, step aside, Betty White. Step aside, old people. I did pooty tang. Let me on the front of the line. Hmm. Okay, so that's funny. You've got a vaccinated Hollywood elitist who has contracted COVID because the vaccine, in fact, doesn't keep you from getting COVID. The only thing they have now is to say the vaccine keeps you from dying from COVID. Mm -hmm. So you got a vaccinated individual telling everybody to go get vaccinated because he doesn't want you to get what he has, even though he's vaccinated. Mm. It almost writes itself. Yeah, I mean, it really does. It's hard to respond because I. I... And, and and I'm again. I go back to uh, the Washington uh, Post article. Mm -hmm. Seven hundred thousand people. Fifteen studies of seven hundred thousand people in the high, most highly vaccinated country in the world found that prior infections of COVID-19 were 27 times less likely to get a second symptomatic COVID infection than those who were vaccinated. Overall, less than 1% of all the hospitalizations in Israel, the most mm -hmm. vaccinated country in the world, were people who had already had COVID. I'm not saying that the vaccine can't help people. I'm not saying that. I'm sure that it has helped some people. Caught me picking my nose there. I apologize. <laughs> but what I'm saying is all the data, you know, people will throw at you, you know, all the people that are dying are unvaccinated. Maybe. But again, I say, if natural immunity offers a 27 times more protection of reinfection, why are we ignoring natural immunity and why are we trying to force mandate the vaccine, especially upon people who have already had COVID? Right. You know, I have COVID. You think you think that I don't know that you have my name and my COVID test I took when I got COVID last year. You think I, you think I don't know that that's stored in the CVS database that the CDC you just look it up, man. Why do I have to get the vaccine? I've already had it documented, literally documented you got my freaking snot up my nose on a stick you got it why why do i have to be vaccinated i'm safer than you <laughs> I, I if you look at the studies of 
700,000 people. Do you realize how gigantic of a study that is? Mm-hmm. If a normal... If a normal sample where they say the majority of Americans feel this way is done with 500 people, what does a sample of 700,000 people say? That medical article says that I'm 27 times more protected than you are, and you're vaccinated. Why are we ignoring the actual science? That Why? Why do we continue to allow them to do that? It's almost like they don't want natural immunity. It's almost like they uh, gave Pfizer a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and uh, but that's a different conversation for a different day. All right, sponsor Jake. With major corporations going woke and canceling free speech, we need to partner with companies deserving of our trust. Do you know that many wireless companies support left-wing causes, causes that threaten our freedom and beliefs? Patriot Mobile is different. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless company and donates a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes you and I care about. (gasps) Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. Either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. Both come with free premier activation. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham for details. Patriot Mobile... Lost my place. Dang, I can't read. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage and uses the same towers as the major providers so you get great service for less money. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Graham or call their top-rated U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so switch to Patriot Mobile, a company you can trust to support your values. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, PatriotMobile.com slash Graham, or 972-PATRIOTS. All right, this is another announcement that there are still Americans in Afghanistan right now. Go to the picture, Jake, of Joe Biden. All right. All right. And while all of this is going on, this is what Joe Biden is doing. Uh, This is a picture from his uh, beach vacation he is on. Oh, look at that. How sweet. Okay, now now this this picture is disturbing to me. Is that Jill? I'm going to tell you why. Oh, God. Okay, he's on a double bike with his wife, which on the surface doesn't seem bad. Oh, they're on a double bike? Did you say a double bike? Isn't that a double bike? It might be. I can't really tell. Or they're just right behind each oh, other. Oh, maybe they're just right behind each other. A double would be way funny. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I I literally can't tell. The way that it's shot, yeah. it looks like it's a double bike, but maybe it's not. Okay. Either way. Okay. These people are out riding bikes on the beach while we still have Americans in Afghanistan. Um, we have a literal invasion going on at the border. Go to the, uh, the, the, the border clip, please, Jake. Uh, again, if you're not going to rumble.com slash Graham Allen, you're missing out on all this, but you can hear the audio from this. Play this. This looks like freaking War of the Worlds or World War Z. Gosh. U.S. side of the Rio Grande. That is a mass of several hundred illegal immigrants. That's thousands. Rio Grande, and look at this. Look at them. Several hundred more streaming across as we speak. We're on a boat in the Rio Grande. This is the Mexican side of the river right now. Good you can see Lord. it's a never-ending stream. Hundreds of people crossing the Rio Grande basically every hour. And they're heading over to the International Bridge, which you can see in the background. Look at that mass of people. This is why the situation under the bridge continues to deteriorate. Wear their mask. Wear their mask. The government has to wake up. It's crazy. Crazy. We are literally being invaded literally being invaded they also aren't required to have vaccinations they're not required to have vaccinations they're not required to have jobs uh they're not required to wear masks but they can vote Uh, Um, there have been reports of leprosy and aids and tuberculosis uh, there's no there's no there is no telling speaking of aids go to the daily reminder of who our current president is Now, this is Joe Biden in his prime. Before Jake plays this, this is Joe Biden when he was still cognitively Joe Biden. And you said AIDS, so so I was going to play this later, but you beat me to the point. Again, this is Biden talking about black people. He is talking to a room full of black people. And if you're not watching this on Rebel.com, Barack Obama's 
expression and Hillary Clinton's expression is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. This is who our president is during his prime. He's a walking dementia patient now, but j just listen to this. Play it. Spent last summer going through the black sections of my town holding rallies in parks, trying to get black men to understand it's not unmanly to wear a condom, getting women to understand they can say no, getting people in the position where testing matters. I got tested for AIDS. I know Barack got tested for AIDS. There's no shame in being tested for AIDS. It's an important look, thing. Look at him. Because the fact God Almighty Joe. In the community, in the now watch Hillary. In denial. They're engaged in denial. No one wants to talk about it in the community, and we do not have enough. Look at Hillary. Last summer going <laughs> that is our president telling black people that they're in denial, that they are responsible for AIDS. Then <laughs> that the bad part about it is that's Joe Biden back yeah. in like 2007 when he was like 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 dealing Joe man. I mean that was that was him. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, All right. Nice. Anyway, Joe Biden is on vacation while we have a literal invasion going on. Uh, it has now been confirmed that the Biden airstrike that they tried to make Americans feel like they retaliated against the people mm -hmm. who killed our 13 service members. Uh, turns out they didn't get anybody in ISIS and they killed a bunch of civilians, including children. children. Um, we're going to play you a meet the press clip here. Um, and even the meet the press on, what is that? ABC? No. What, what's the Peacock thing? Uh, NBC. 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 Yeah. NBC meet the press. Listen to what they have to say There's about a Biden. crisis at the Texas border with more than 10,000 Haitians living in deteriorating conditions. U.S. military had to admit its missile strike uh, in Kabul in response to the killing of 13 soldiers was an error and that it killed up to 10 innocent civilians. And then you had the issue with France. So angry about a, uh, a U.S. You. sabotaging their submarine deal with Australia that they actually recalled their ambassador, Jeff Mason. Um, what is the mood at the White House uh, right now? Because this is it's been a rough six weeks and it seems as if it's only getting worse. And it got a lot worse on that Friday afternoon with yeah. all of those things happening in one day. The mood is one of um, soldiering on. I mean, they're certainly embattled mm. right now. But this White House has said from the beginning, Joe Biden can chew gum and walk at the same time and, and all the people around him can do the same but certainly some of these crises what? are not ones that they expected i don't think they expected to see one of the u.s's oldest allies recalling its ambassador so they're soldiering on they're trying to say we've we've got this we're we're going to roll through it but it's a tough time you know anna with the the afghanistan withdrawal pause uh, and how it went first of all if if the thing that the White House is using to describe the president is that he can walk and chew gum at the same time. Impressive. <laughs> That's the best one you got. Right. Look, listen to me when I say this. I told you the other day, you know, this whole Afghanistan thing is so much bigger than what anyone is paying attention to. It is so much bigger. I said, you know, Parliament held Joe Biden in contempt for his decisions over Afghanistan. Um. They come back and say it was this triumphant success, the greatest uh, evacuation pulled off in history. And then they go, you know, we we got the people who did this to us. No, you didn't. You killed families with women and children. You just shot a random missile somewhere just to try to try to make it seem like this is 2021, dude. You can't just shoot missiles anymore and kill random people and be like, we got them. And people don't find out that, no, you didn't get them. The people in Afghanistan got phones now. They literally are like, I don't know who they thought they were shooting. And now France literally is pulling back their ambassador over this 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 uh, d deal that they struck with Australia. And uh, I, I can't remember who else is in there. And basically France is like, you sorry SOBs. Mm -hmm. You're going to you're going to exclude us out of this deal. You're going to exclude us? The only reason you're America in the first place? I mean, this is the sentiment of France right now. Yeah. Uh, I would exclude France still. Macron is a piece of garbage. Oh, no, absolutely. That This is not me defending France. <laughs> Foreign relations is a big, big part of the president's job. Mm -hmm. And literally, our oldest ally, okay, you can say what you want to about France. 
We wouldn't have won the Revolutionary War without France. Okay? All right? They are literally our oldest ally. We we literally screwed them over directly after the Revolutionary War, but yeah. I digress. <laughs> Biden, within eight months of his presidency, has got Britain or England or the UK saying, you are a sorry MFR. Now we got France withdrawing ambassadors saying, listen here, you you pieces of garbage. Uh, we got some problems. He is fundamentally deteriorating every foreign relationship that we have. Listen here. America is the greatest country in the world. We don't want every other country pointing their nukes and stuff at us. We don't want every other country to literally hold us in such contempt that they don't care if we live or die. Foreign policy and foreign relations is such a big part of the presidency. Mm -hmm. I would almost say it's more, it, it, if not more, it's right up there with, you know, being the leader of America. The whole point of being the leader of America is on the world stage. Mm -hmm. You are the leader of the greatest country in the world. All of this is going on, and this is the biggest thing, all right? We already talked about the fact that Congress, um, I believe, should not be leaving D.C. until they fight against and get rid of all these mass mandates, et cetera. Um, you know, they are the legislative branch after all. But either way, um, presidency is the, uh, you know, the executive branch. But what, whatever, you know, those just semantics at this point. Um, you got an invasion at the border. You've got the lowest poll ratings of your presidency. You've got COVID-19 confusion and hysteria across the country. Um, we have Americans in Afghanistan. You literally just blew up innocent people just to be able to say that you got the people responsible for the 13 fallen, which you didn't. Um, and now our oldest ally is literally withdrawing their ambassador from the country because they are so angry with you. Uh, Netanyahu, uh, Israel's, um, former president, uh, no, he got beat, right? Yeah. All right. He said 100% that Joe Biden fell asleep during that, uh, oh, really? meeting 100%. Yeah. He said, he, yeah, he's asleep. Look at him. <laughs> he's asleep. Netanyahu pretty much said if Trump had done that when he was president, he would have stood up and basically <laughs> slapped the, mm, I'm telling you right now, if I'm a president and you're a president and I'm talking to you and I even remotely think that you're sleeping while I'm talking to you, I am slapping the, you're at least getting a boob hit at least. <laughs> I'm just being for real. Like, yeah. dude, I'm a, I am the president of Israel. You are the president of America. Look into my eyes when I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, like people, people think that all this stuff, <sighs> I don't know, man. There comes a point where um, I got to do a quick plug for my friend Mike Lindell. You need to go to MyPillow.com right now and uh, support Mike Lindell. Nobody has been affected more by cancel culture um, than Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on Radio Offers and click on Graham. Uh, and you'll get up to 66% off on all your Orders. Go to MyPillow.com and tell them that we sent you. Go support Mike Lindell. Back to the point. Um, You know, I found myself, and I'm going to bear my soul here for a minute, and it may come back to bite me. I don't know. Media matters and everything. But, you know, I was sitting out on the porch yesterday, and I was thinking about, you know, the campaign and, and running and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I, I was on a show the other day, and I heard Tito Ortiz on there and Tito Ortiz, UFC fighter, uh, Republican, et cetera. He got on there and he was saying, you know, last, uh, in 2020, he ran for city council in Huntington beach, huge favorite to win the city council spot, but he withdrew. And the reason he withdrew is because of the immense backlash he got, which we are getting, uh, he withdrew because it was 
tanking his businesses. Um, and he withdrew because even if he did win, if he destroyed all his businesses, he wouldn't be able to provide for his family right. across the way. So he withdrew. And so, you know, I'm sitting on the porch and I'm sitting here going, Oh my gosh, man. Like, you know, that's happening here. Like, you know, we've lost so much funding and, and, you know, literally like organizations that we work with don't know if they're going to be able to continue working with us because I'm actually a political candidate now, you know, and I sit here and I go, Oh my gosh, like you start to see all of these things and you do, you start to ask the questions, man, you start to ask the questions. I've literally been having conversations with some of the mothers of uh, our fallen service members over the weekend. And just to, and I'm not going to read it um, because I want to respect them in that way. But you, you, but you hear what they say and you hear the things that they're saying and you know, that their sons died for no reason. Um, their sons and daughters died for no reason. Uh, you know, the, the, the government doesn't care about us, which is true. That is true. Our rulers don't care about us. They don't, they don't care. They don't, they don't care. They do not care. I've tried. I have tried to prove that wrong. I can't, I can't yet. 99% of Congress are evil, corrupt monsters. 99%. And then the few who do care and are fighting are deemed these extremists, these, these terrorists, these threats to democracy. Somebody said that my voice was a threat to our country the other day. Hmm. My voice was a threat to our country. It's crazy. Crazy. That must mean there's an element of truth to what you're saying. Crazy stuff. But 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 even that, just to say that someone's voice is a threat to our way of life in America, like like this is, man, are we really that gone? Are we really I watched this video of this poor child in daycare uh. over the weekend and it's painful to watch. I'm not gonna play it today. You've probably already seen it, of them just repeatedly trying to put this mask back on this he could have been more than two. Right. Right. At max. Probably less than that because he wasn't saying any words. So he's probably younger than that. And you just sit there and go, what in the world are we are we doing? Things are about to get physical. And but 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 the mom who posted it said, this is my son in daycare. My heart is breaking because this is what they're doing to him. But I got to go to work. Do you? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you? There was a company, and oh, I should have screenshot it. There was a company that was going to enforce the vaccine mandates, and literally 95% of the comp of the employees said, no, we're walking. Nice. And they reversed immediately. They said, all right, all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. We'll just fire one guy and have 99 people. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but 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 they backed down. Because they're like, no, we we are we are not doing this. I was eating dinner Friday night, and a man walks up to me, shakes my hand, he hands me his name and phone number. He works at a children's hospital, and he says, "Give me a call." He said, "I'm I'm I'm walking out on Monday because mm. they're going to force vaccine mandates on us, and I'm walking out." And you sit there and you hear all these things, and, and again, I, I sit. I, I try and I try to hear and I try to listen because even I'm conflicted with, should I keep running this congressional race? Like, is it, is it worth it if I truly lose everything and all my employees lose their jobs and maybe I'm able to make some kind of difference? Maybe I'm not. I, you know, I, I struggle with it. And of course, we're still pressing on and we're still moving forward. But if I'm having problems, I think about the everyday American and I think, do we have enough people that are willing to do what needs to be done to actually force change? I don't know anymore. I wish I could tell you that, yes, 
the silent majority will stand up if it doesn't affect them. <laughs> yeah, sure. I say this in both of my books. I've said this in both books. Everybody believes in something when they're surrounded by people that believe the same thing. But what do you actually stand for when people will hate you for it? And when there's repercussions, either status repercussions or friendship repercussions or financial repercussions, freedom, where do you, yeah, but where do you actually, but, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like, where do you, where do you, what do you actually believe? The two hills to die on, I still say it, is the freedom to question and the freedom to choose. That's it. Those are the two principled hills to die on as Americans. The freedom to question and the freedom to choose. And freedom to make decisions doesn't always mean that it's going to be comfortable for you. Right. It doesn't always mean that you're not going to suffer financially from it. It doesn't always mean that you're not going to lose friendships over it. It doesn't mean any of those things. It means you have the freedom to make that decision. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, they can't fire you for doing it. Yeah, they can, technically. Sure they can. Why, why, can't, why can't they? South Carolina is a right to work stake. I could, I stake state. I could literally fire somebody just because I don't like them. (laughs) I mean, you know, now not every state is that way, but what do you, what do you actually believe? And how much do you actually believe it? You know, the purpose of this show is to ask you the questions that you need to be asked, not the questions that you want to be asked. So my question to you is if you see, as you see all these things and as you hear all these things and as it continues to unfold and get worse and worse and worse, where do you actually stand? How deep do your convictions go? Do they stop at your bank account? Do they stop at you having to drive 600 miles instead of fly for an hour and a half? Do they stop so you can go see people backstage? Because that's the cool thing to do. Where do your convictions lie? And how deep do they actually go? I think that's a question that every single one of us needs to ask ourselves. So write me, Graham, at DearAmericaMedia.com. I would love to hear from you what you think that's all we have for this episode we want to thank good ranchers our title sponsor yet again go to goodranchers.com slash graham thank you guys so much for listening to this episode make sure to tell a friend give us five stars and we'll see you again next time